Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Beautiful places with Neil Humphreys on Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Neil, where in the world are we going in our beautiful <laughs> place segment today? The Botanic Gardens. Oh, yes. I thought we would do this very topical because it's a tribute. It's a tribute to the Singapore Botanic Gardens chief, Dr. Nigel Taylor. Yeah, Nigel, he left, he decamped from Singapore. He literally left Singapore yesterday. That's Friday if you're listening to this on the podcast. Left us on Friday, and I have to say, I have to be grateful to him in absence and to N Parks because... Having done a couple of features in the Straits Times because he was leaving, I contacted N Parks and they said, absolutely out of the question. You can't speak to him. He's, he's, he's leaving. He's busy. But when he found out, Glenn, I have to say this, when he found out, he did try to shift his schedule uh, to come onto our show, which, so was, kind of him. which was very gratifying. But he literally ran out of time. He, he left, mm. as I say, yesterday. But as a tribute to him, eight very productive years at Botanic Gardens. I thought it's worth checking into the genuine beautiful place Mm. that the place is. Number one achievement, of course, for the Dr. Taylor was, of course, making the UNESCO list, which was his proudest moment after eight years and should be. You know, it's the first Singaporean site to make it to the World Heritage List, UNESCO, fantastic. But he looked at very key moments in his eight-year period, little changes that he made that he's particularly proud of and I thought it would be fun just to pick out one or two. Yeah. So the first good. one, papaya, precious papaya. He had one of only two specimens in Singapore in the Botanic Gardens. This, you know, this fragrant flesh of the species hmm. of this papaya, which was developed originally in the Philippines, but one of them died. So he took the seeds from the remaining one and he grew new plants at the Botanic Gardens Nursery. So the papaya that the Botanic Gardens now has, and I believe it's flourishing, is all down to him. Is that right? Yeah, because one died, he took the seeds and he grew new plants at the nursery and now they're flourishing. The other thing, one of the other things that he did, which I thought was very interesting, the Vanda Miss Joachim, of course, Singapore's national flower, famous orchid. In the time that he was there, he worked with the gardeners and they learned with a very specific and precise fertilization regime, they could get the Vanda Miss Joachim, our national flower, to bloom throughout the entire year. You know, you know, we have differences oh, in temperature. Yeah. Now it's going to be our hot, dry season after the rain season. Right. Of course, we've just finished the rain season that typically runs from November to early January. So we do have slight fluctuations in temperature and, and climate. Yeah. Despite that, he has managed to fertilize our national flower year-round. The Botanic Gardens now has a cluster of 20,000 of those wonderful orchids. Again, tribute to Dr. Taylor. But other things that are quirky about Botanic Gardens, the, the, the lesser-known fun places to mm. spot. The Monkey Pot Tree. I love the name. The Monkey Pot Tree. Monkey Pot Tree. Yep. It's named because this tree, which comes from South America, apparently, you have this, this, these seeds, uh, the, these trees that grant at the end of their branches what look like pots, literally look like pots. Hmm. 
and the monkeys of southeast of South America would shove their palms in there and pull out the seeds. Oh. Hence, monkey pot tree. Now they were planted here. Would you believe in 1926 from what? tiny saplings? Wow! That were taken from Britain's Kew Gardens. And they have been uh, nurtured and in the last eight years have really, really flourished. So get down to the Botanic Gardens and look for the monkey pot tree. Hmm. Two other things very briefly. Two other things very briefly. Uh, The Bamboo Grove Gardens, well known, but it's home to one of the world's smallest bats. Hmm. So next time you go into the Bamboo Grove at the Botanic Gardens, look through the little gaps and you will see the very elusive bamboo bat that can weigh only five grams not kilograms wow five grams it has a flattened skull this this uh, uh bat the hollow uh bamboo bat that allows it to squeeze through the tiniest openings that have been bored open by beetles huh. right then it squeezes through these holes that have been made by beetles that's how small they are <laughs> And it nests there. So next time, Bamboo Grove, look for the world's smallest bat. And the last thing, tribute to Dr. Taylor, and another reason to go to the Botanic Gardens as soon as possible, the famous photograph Mm. on the back of every $5 bill that is in your wallet right now, the green note, of course, is of the Tembusu tree. Now, the Tembusu tree is that particular Tembusu tree that's on the back of the $5 note is probably if not the most famous, but one of the most famous locations, artifacts, whatever you want to call it, Mm. heritage sites at the Botanic Gardens. It's still there. It's over 30 metres tall and over 150 years old. Now, in Dr. Taylor's time, it was becoming a problem. If you look at your $5 note right now, ladies and gentlemen, as you're listening, you will see that famous branch that goes down almost to the floor. Okay. Now, in recent years, people have been sitting on it because it makes a very nice selfie oh. and such like, which is great for the selfie, not so great for the branch. Not so good for the tree. Or the tree. Mm, mm. So under Dr. Taylor's regime, what they did was, if you go there now, they've covered stuff over the branch, mm. helped it to thrive. So they've covered that over. They've also repaired some of the soil in the area. And little things. They realized that the leaf litter, which typical Singapore was previously diligently swept away, was actually harming the tree. They realised that they should leave the Mm. leaf litter around the tree because the decomposing leaf litter produced the best sort of fungi and nutrients around the soil for the tree to survive. So they've had to do away with that Singapore mentality, clean, 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 clean. Yeah. You know, sweep away, sweep away, sweep right, away. They right. realised through the research that they conducted while Dr. Tully was there, leave the litter there, leaf litter. Mm. And the tree, 150 years old, is flourishing again, which wow. is wonderful. So that's just a little tribute to Dr. Taylor. There's lots and lots of reasons why you should go to Botanic Gardens, but mm. they're just a few. Uh, Areas where I think Dr. Taylor's footprint mm. can really be felt. Great Do- job. Dr. Nigel Taylor now uh, has moved, moved back home to be with his wife and, and family. And uh, we certainly appreciate all of the uh, amazing um, uh, things that he added to the, the life and the culture, the lifeblood of the Singapore Botanic Gardens 
like you say, not the least of which helping it to become a, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Absolutely. And I've, I've spoken to uh, National Parks Board and Parks this week. And now the big question is, what happens now? So in the next week or two, we're going to have a guest on from uh, mm. N Parks to talk about where Botanic Gardens goes from here because you're a UNESCO site, right. you're flourishing, you've got record numbers of visitors, but this is Singapore, you've got to keep going. <laughs> so <laughs> let's see, let's see. I'm very interested to see where that particular beautiful place goes in the future. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.